Hi, this is Pastor Gerald Brooks. I want to take a minute to uh, just thank you for joining me for the podcast today. Um, I'm always so blessed to know how many people are listening to the podcast, telling their friends about the podcast and just the effect and the reach that the podcast are having. So thank you so much. Uh, Today, I want to talk to you about the tug of war of leadership, the tug of war of leadership. So just think back to when you were a kid. And when you were a kid, there were those times when uh, you were involved in a tug of war. Maybe it looked like two teams that have been put together. There's this long rope, and in the middle of the rope is a bandana. Someone says go, and both teams are exerting uh, their highest amount of strength that they can, trying to get the bandana from one place to another. And eventually, someone wins. Well, the tug of war involves the fact that there's competing tensions. There's tensions on both ends. Well, one of the things that we know about leadership is that leaders are always dealing with competing tensions. They're always dealing with competing tensions. And it is in this competition between these tensions that you really find out what kind of leader that you are, that you really begin to discover what kind of leader. Now, let me just uh, put some legs to this. And as I put some legs to it, let me put it this way. Um, There are various tensions that every leader is going to deal with, and I just want to walk you through a couple of them. One of the tensions is focus and flexibility. Focus and flexibility. So let me just begin to describe it this way. Uh, As a leader, you have to be intensely focused. But also as a leader, you have to have built into your life flexibility. So how do you maintain intense focus and at the same time maintain flexibility? Well, let me give you a couple of biblical analogies. One, if you go back to the Old Testament in Joshua 1.7, God told Joshua not to turn to the right hand or to the left. What was he saying? He was saying, there's going to be some things that are going to compete for your attention. And he says, I don't need you to become consumed with one side or the other. I need you to stay focused. Well, focus is a part of leadership. Why? Because every day there's things that want our attention. But the leader has to stay on target. They have to stay focused. But if you're going to be intensely focused, how do you do that and yet maintain flexibility? Well, another biblical example would be from the life of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, When you begin to look in the uh, New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you see Jesus healing people. In fact, his healing ministry was very, very pronounced. But if you study that healing ministry, one of the things that you find is that he healed more people of blindness than any other disease. More people of blindness than any other disease. But in the midst of doing that, every time he healed someone of blindness, he did not do it the same way. So here's what I want you to get. He was focused. I need to bring healing to people who are blind but he was flexible. He did not do it the same way on any occasion. 
And as a leader, you have to marry those two thoughts. You have to couple them together. You've got to know that you've got to be intensely focused, and then you have to be able to look at life, and you have to be able to have flexibility within your focus. What is that? It is the tug of war. And so all of us deal with it. How do we stay focused but flexible? How do we make sure that our eye is on the target, like Jesus, healing blind people, but we are flexible, doing it a different way? So focus and flexibility. How about this one? Care and candor. Care and candor. Uh, It's John Maxwell who made this statement, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. The simple uh, truth of the matter is, is people want to know that their leaders care, uh, that we honestly care for them, where they are, what they're feeling, what they're going through. But when you care for people, how do you still maintain candor? How do you make sure that in the midst of care, that the care doesn't cover up things that you need to be very candid about? I know in Philippians chapter 1, Paul writes to the church at Philippi and he says that your love may abound more and more in all judgment. Whoa, what an inconsistency there. That you're to love people, but you're to love them with judgment. See, we think if there is going to be judgment, you're not walking in love. Yet the Bible says love still has judgment. And so there are times when you sit across the uh, table from someone and you want to let them know how much you care, but because you care so much, you're willing to tell them the truth. Hey, I want you to know I love you. I appreciate what you're doing. I esteem what you're doing, but I need to be forthright with you right now. There's something I need to talk about. And so as a leader, you get to have care plus candor. You get to care for people intensely, but you get to be truthful with people. It's what the Bible says when it says speaking the truth in love. It doesn't just use love. It doesn't just use truth. Truth without love becomes legalistic. Love without truth becomes uh, opportunistic. And so people just begin to do things that they shouldn't do. So in the tug-of-war of leadership, we have these tug-of-wars. We have focus and flexibility. We have care and candor. How about this one? Being tough, but being tender. Being tough, but being tender. You know, sometimes if you're going to lead an organization, you've got to make the tough decisions. But when you make the tough decisions, you get to present them in a tender way. Right now in the organization that I lead, we're in the middle of making a decision that is going to uh, affect a number of people. And it was a tough decision. It wasn't a decision that uh, was made quickly. It wasn't a decision that wasn't made without understanding there are consequences to it. And it was a tough decision. But now that trigger's been pulled and now we get to be tough. We've made the decision, but we get to be tender. When we explain it to people, when we talk to people who are going to be affected by this decision, we are wanting to convey to them the utmost uh, care and attention and letting them know, yeah, we made a tough call, but we didn't make this tough call without thinking about the consequences and thinking about the sacrifices that people have made. So in leadership, you get to make tough calls 
and yet you get to explain them in a tender way. So we have these things, focus, flexibility, care and candor, tough and tender. Let's move on to another one. How about faith and failure? Faith and failure. You know, faith is that ability to uh, just believe, to believe that everything's going to work out, to believe that God's going to do something in every circumstance, to just believe, to go out on the ledge, to believe that when you take that next step, that somehow you're going to be held up and the decisions or the moments are going to be survivable. And so you're approaching them with extreme moments of faith. Well, what about the times when you've done something in faith and it didn't work out? Aren't those numerous? They are for me. How many times I've done things and in doing those things, I found out that I did something and I failed. Failure is one of those things that just eats at people. But can you be a person of high belief and still handle failure? That when you have believed something and, and you found out it didn't work, can you go back to your belief and stay steadfast in your belief and get back up and keep going? Can you do that? Well, as a leader, you have to have faith. You have to have faith in, in God above. You have to have faith in yourself. You have to have faith in your team. You have to have faith. But then there's a time when failures happen. And when failures happen, you've got to get up and you've got to move on. And can you be that person of faith? Remember those words that Jesus spoke to Peter? He said, I pray that your faith fails not. And what's going to happen? Uh, Peter's going to deny Jesus three times. But in denying Jesus three times, uh, he's going to fail. But after the resurrection, the first person, the first disciple he appears to is going to be Peter. Why? Because even though he failed, he wanted him to know that his failure wasn't going to define his faith. So, in life, there are these tug-of-wars, focus and flexibility, care and candor, tough and tender, faith and failure. Let me give you one more. How about this? Speed and solitude. Speed and solitude. Well, one of the things that we deal with is the fact that, um, you know, in leadership, everything happens at a fast pace. We've got to do things. We've got to make it. In fact, studies in leadership say that the number one reason leaders are fired from corporate positions is because they do not make quick decisions. And if you don't make quick decisions, uh, people become paralyzed and they don't know what to do next. But at the same time that there's speed, how do you maintain the fact that you've got to move quick and you have to do things and in a speed so that everyone's not slowed up. Well, it's because you've learned the principle of solitude. And solitude is the ability to spend time alone with God so that you make sure that when you begin to hit the speed of life, that you are hitting that speed of life and you're doing it in the presence of God. And so as much as everything needs to be fast, solitude is where you slow down. 
And it's where you make sure that you get things right and that you do things right, where you be still and know that he is God. So as much as the speed, you've got to make this decision and it's required. The reason you can make quick decisions is because you've developed the principle of solitude, of being still and knowing that he's God. And you can find that inner moment where you and God begin to meet up and you can sense his presence. As a leader, it would be so easy to lead if there wasn't the tug of war. If you just get to be focused and not flexible, if you get to have candor without care, you get to be tough but not tender, you have moments of failure and you don't have to be a person of faith or speed and solitude. But the fact of the matter is, is that leadership is about the tug of war. It's about the ability to be able to manage the competing tensions and be able to balance them up at a given moment. So I guess my question is, how are you doing with the tug of war? How are you doing with what you need to be doing right now? This is sort of a a, a short lesson, but I believe it's filled with information that I think can help you. And what I would encourage you to do is to really just sit down for a moment and go through each one of these um, tension places and see how you're doing, and maybe do that uh, introspective kind of moment and look and say, hey, this is how I'm doing. This is where I'm doing. Because if you're going to lead, you got to lead in the tug of war. All that being said, I'm so grateful for you and thankful that you've taken time to join me today. This will be the last podcast before Thanksgiving, and I just pray that God continues to pour out his blessing upon you and your family, and thank you so much for your great service to so much.